Soul Recovery is not just this podcast. It is a community. And each month on the first Monday, we get together on Zoom to support each other. I give a topic, then we break into small groups. It's a powerful way to be seen and witnessed and heard and supported through your own soul recovery journey. This is free to attend and open to everyone. Go to the website to register. The next one is May 6th from 6 to 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. Also, in June on the 8th and 9th is an in-person soul recovery retreat in Lafayette, Colorado. This is going to be a weekend of incredible transformation, learning how to use soul recovery in your life and to leave that weekend transformed. Visit the website for more about what to expect and how to register. Enjoy the episode. My name is Reverend Rachel Harrison, and this is the Recovery Your Soul podcast, a spiritual path to a happy and healthy life. I started RecoveryYourSoul.net after having profound changes in my life from my recovery of alcoholism and control addiction. I was guided to share the tools and principles of spirituality and soul recovery and help others to transform their lives as mine was transformed. For us to overcome external circumstances, we must first turn the attention to ourselves, focusing on inner change. Outer positive results in our lives will follow. As a spiritual coach, I can support you on your path to make real changes that will bring you a life of peace, happiness, connection, and abundance. Visit the website recoveryoursoul.net to book coaching sessions with me, read the blog, listen to some of my original music, subscribe and receive email updates. I think of Recover Your Soul as a community. Follow us on social media and join the private Facebook group to support each other and connect. I know that together... We can do the work that will recover your soul. Welcome back to Recover Your Soul. It's the beginning of Season 3. It's January 1st, 2022. And it's hard to believe that Recover Your Soul is in its third season. And I just feel such gratitude that you continue to show up and choose to spend your time with me. It's been a pretty profound year. It's been a pretty profound last couple of years. And in my personal life, this last week has been pretty intense. Just this last week, I live in Louisville, Colorado, and there was a brush fire that along with 100-mile-an-hour winds quickly moved into a suburban, urban area and burned over a 1,000 homes. And as I was in my art studio recovering from COVID, which I got at Christmas, and starting to work on Recover Your Soul and saw the black skies and the smoke and the ash that was coming down, it was one of those moments that you knew that something serious was happening. And my mother called me, who lives in town, and she said, I'm going to start to pack up some things. And I never thought that we would ever have to deal with this. And so, unfortunately, I didn't take it as seriously as I wish that I had. But luckily, my mother did. And she packed up her most prized possessions, which are very few compared to what she has accumulated in all the years that she's traveled the world and been an artist. And I packed up a few things and got in the car and drove to a parking lot where I met with her. And because I have COVID, we separated and went to different places 
My husband stayed behind to finish gathering some things together and wrapping up the house and spraying the water down on the house. And I went to a friend who was also recovering from COVID, and my mom went to the safety of a friend's house in Boulder, which is the town nearby. And little did we know that a thousand homes would be lost that day. Including my mom's beautiful home. And it felt really surreal that night, Thursday night, at my friend's house, watching the local news, watching this beautiful town be burned to the ground. And my mom actually went back into the area that evening and went and witnessed the destruction of her neighborhood. What's profound to me, and the reason why I still wanted to talk today, because it's the beginning of the new year, it's the beginning of something amazing, it's this start, somehow January 1st always feels like it's this new potential for start, and in my life and in my family's life, it is really so. And you know, you've heard the episodes with my mom, my mom is this amazingly grounded, profound Buddhist. And it's been inspirational to be with her in these last couple days and to experience the spiritual journey and to experience somebody who literally had a house filled, a museum filled with treasures, an art studio crammed with fabrics and buttons, and brick rack and every single thread of every color that could ever be needed. And she sewed and did art every single day. And she did her Buddhist practice every day, too. And as we found that our home was okay, which I have such profound gratitude to be sitting in my closet because it's the quietest place in the house right now, Filled with all of my things, my beautiful jewelry, my clothes. I have such a gratitude for the beauty of it, and yet I am really in touch with the impermanence of our life and this trajectory that we've been on with Recover Your Soul to move away from the circumstances in our life and into a place where we are connected to spirit, where we're connected to our higher power, where our connections with other humans, where our connection with ourself is our priority over our outside circumstances. And to be present with my mom, who has just gone through this experience, and witness her ability to just be in the now, and to have the grief and the sadness of the loss, and yet to be present right now with the knowing that her health, her life, her connection with her family, and the belongings that now fit in a car are all that she needs. I feel so blessed to be back home in my house that has power but no gas and the sound of space heaters running all over the house that were part of the whatever you need at our local YMCA. And it's given me real pause to 
really think about this new year and the gratitude that I have for the appreciation that I have of my life. And I listened to last year's New Beginning podcast this morning, and it's so incredible to me to think about how this spiritual practice, this journey of stopping letting myself be taken down by drinking, letting go of the need to be codependent and in control of the people around me, and to continue to work on a place where internally I find my peace. And that now in this moment, in my family, in my life, those fruits have come to blossom for me. And that I feel this immense sadness, which you heard earlier. And yet I feel this knowing that it's okay. Knowing that this too is part of the process, that this too is part of living, this too is part of the human condition, and it doesn't mean that it's not going to be hard. One of my good friends and one of the girlfriends actually who was on a podcast earlier, Kayla, she and I were talking on the phone a couple weeks ago and, and she said, hard isn't bad, hard is just hard. And I feel like I'd heard that before, but right at that moment, that stuck and sunk into me in a way that I needed in my life. That sometimes we think that hard is bad, that we can't do hard. But the truth is, living isn't easy. Being human beings in spiritual selves, in these human being bodies, in this life that is so complex, is hard. And there's so much joy that also comes. There's so many beautiful, beautiful moments of connection and laughter and excitement and exhilaration and passion and pure, unadulterated love and joy. But it also comes with the hard stuff. And as our town looks at losing a thousand homes, that's a lot of loss. It's hard to even imagine. And I haven't yet gone up to look at the burn scars, but my husband did. And as he took pictures of what was once my mom's beautiful neighborhood and beautiful home, and there's nothing but ash and foundation as far as the eye can see, you realize that it all can be gone in an instant. And our gratitude at this point for what we know, is that there were no lives lost. And that is really profound. And it makes me think about all of the days that I have that are these beautiful days now that I've gone through soul recovery, where most of my days are filled with contentment and happiness and a joy to wake up and see what happens with the day. And I know that somewhere else in someone else's world, they too are going through suffering. And as we've talked about before, we can get overwhelmed in the desire to fix and take on that hurt that's happening for the people around you. And you can even be tempted to take on the pain and the hurt of what's happening in my life right now. But it isn't yours to take on. That's what I've been teaching. And I can be present for my mother 
and I can be with her and she is such an inspiration and I will be present for those in our community as they go through the loss. But I don't have to take on that deep piece of real helplessness that is not helpful for anyone. We can hold space and be present for and love and connect and ask, what do you need? How can I be of service? How can I be there for you and not take on those emotions as if they are our own? The truth is our own emotions are enough for us to learn how to have and not have them overtake us. I think when I look back at what's happened in my life, and even even going back just to Christmas, my boys were coming into town. We were very excited for them to come into town. I always have this piece of me now that is mindful of not getting too caught up in expectation, of using the practices that we've learned to be present, to be in the moment, to be of love, to be of connection, and to not have in my mind how I think it's all going to go. And actually to allow it to not go great if it's going to not go great. And so the boys arrived, and as soon as they arrived, it turned out that I had been exposed to COVID in a pretty extensive way in preparation for Christmas Eve at our church, along with a whole bunch of other people. And we'd all followed the protocols and been careful, and many people had been testing. I had tested the week before. And what it taught me in that situation is, again, we can try to hold on so tightly to what we think and how we think it's going to go, and it doesn't necessarily move in that direction, that we have to allow the what is. And so as the week went on, And what I thought was a cold tested to be positive for COVID on Christmas Day. And I went downstairs by myself with my house filled with my family and isolated for the safety of my family. I was really sad for a moment. And I leaned back and I thought, what am I, what do I need right now? How can I be compassionate to myself right now? What do I need in this situation? And what I realized is I just needed to be present and to allow myself to just be sad and allow myself to just rest. And in the resting, what I heard and what ended up happening was my family missed me, but they had their own experience with their dad. And the boys had their own interactions and we booked flights for them to go home early But they had an experience that was different than maybe what I had thought that I was going to have in my mind with them for Christmas. But it was an experience that was still about connection, and it was still about doing what is happening in that moment without a whole bunch of resistance and a whole bunch of resentment over it not turning out the way that I thought it was going to turn out. And then after they left and as I was down in my room isolating and with such gratitude that I had fairly mild symptoms, you can probably still hear it in my speaking, but mostly just like a cold, sometimes a not really good cold, but, you know, no fever, no aches, no real sore throat. I had a moment where I thought, how many times have I thought to myself, man, don't you just wish you could just stay in bed? 
in this nice, warm, comfy bed and just watch Netflix or read or sleep all day. And so I gave myself that gift that instead of seeing it as a punishment, what I saw it was as a gift to take care of myself and to rest. And I really rested. And then on Wednesday afternoon, and then on Thursday afternoon, I got up and moved out, isolated again into my art studio workspace to do some work And Thursdays when the fire came. So it just reminds me of the resilience that we need to have, the allowing that we need to have, and also the allowing of what doesn't feel good and what feels profoundly painful and the allowing of what does feel good and the allowing of having that good life that knowing that you are comfortable in your home and hopefully as you listen to this, you've had a beautiful day and you should continue to have a beautiful day and you should continue to be present in your body knowing that you can hold space for me and all those and my mother and all those that lost homes in the fire last week but that you can be present in your life with the gratitude and the love and the happiness and the joy that you also experience. And I think if we work on our soul recovery work, what we're looking at is that we can do that in the large scale of the world and we can do that in the small scale of our lives where we, doing our soul recovery work of letting go of our need to be checked out with a substance or a behavior being checked out of our lives, wanting to control, letting go of the codependence and the untreated issues of control addiction, and move to a place where that focus is on ourselves. The mirror is on ourselves. Our soul recovery work is on ourselves. And so even when the people in our lives, our husbands, our spouses, our coworkers, our kids, are struggling, that we can still be okay, that we can still have the ability to be in our own internal environment of self and just be present with what is and allowing for what is. Even just a few days since the fire and sitting with my mom and talking to her And listening to her incredible, which when she's ready, we'll do a podcast and she can share this experience with you, her incredible ability to just be here now and to let go of all these things that you can identify with as yourself is incredibly inspiring for me for soul recovery. Because the circumstances in our lives that we so often want to be different so that we can be okay, we don't have any control of any of those things. We don't have control of any of that. We don't have control of people. We don't have control of weather. We don't have control of fire. So the more that we do this work, the more that we connect with our higher power, the more that we expand our thinking into the awareness that our thoughts are powerful, that we create our life with the thoughts that we think. We can be healthier and happier. Our bodies are healthier. Our minds are healthier. Our souls are healthier. And through that comes contentment and happiness. 
And through that comes connection to the people in your lives. And through that, you inspire others to make changes in their lives that allow them to feel the same. Being human is not easy. It's complicated. But it's a gift. And there are moments when I think to myself, why do we do this? There's plenty of moments in my life that still come. And I had, I had a dark night of the soul in the COVID isolation. And then it's amazing how sitting with my mom and hearing her strength and her belief that something is going to come from this, that we don't even know what it is and we'll look back and say, wow, that actually ended up being a gift. It's such an inspiration of the beauty of this journey. So how profound that we're beginning season three and we are starting with this profound happening in my life, in a lot of other people's lives, in the world, in so many ways. And we keep hoping that COVID's going to come to an end and, and it's changing rapidly, constantly, all the time. And my hope is that we continue to thrive that we continue to change, that we continue to be resilient and learn new ways of being and accepting of what these new ways are, connecting with each other, allowing our vulnerability and our love and our awareness of connection with self and others to be the priority. And this season is going to be one of continued growth for all of us. At the end of last year, when I was doing the two podcasts a week, I loved doing the two podcasts a week, but it is a lot of planning and recording and editing and getting everything loaded and done. And what I came to is a realization that I want to always be providing the Monday podcast. So you can count on the Monday podcast on all of your favorite platforms. And then there are platforms available that will help support me and recover your soul and help make this an income for me. And I know many of you have been so generous and made donations on the website. And as I move forward, it's important that I follow my dream, which is to have recover your soul, be able to be my job. Rev. Rachel, be able to be here for you in so many different capacities. And so I'm moving to a subscription platform on Apple Podcasts, which I'm currently working on. And I've set up a Patreon account that is live now. And what those two platforms will do is if you want additional content, if you want to listen to more Recover Your Soul with bonus episodes, you can support me by subscribing on the Apple Podcasts or choosing the Patreon account, which allows you to actually do a larger amount if that feels comfortable to you. I just thank all of you for being on this journey with me. And I thank you for helping this be my dream of connecting and providing inspiration, strength, and hope to everybody, and also providing a job for me, a revenue income, so that this thing that I'm so passionate about can also be my full-time job. 
Many of you have reached out and have started doing spiritual coaching with me, and I am so incredibly honored to be able to do this work with you. And it is incredible to watch the light bulb moments and the moments where real shift happens and real internal changes happen in each of you. And I thank you for trusting me to be a coach for you. So that, again, is another way to connect more with me and to work on your soul work. So thank you for joining me for Recover Your Soul. Welcome to 2022. I can't wait to see what happens this year. I look forward to meeting more and more of you. Join us on Facebook. Be part of our Facebook community. And I just say thank you so much for spending your time with me and choosing Recover Your Soul. Until next time, namaste. Thank you for listening. I hope this episode offered you some tools and guidance and inspiration on your journey to recover your soul. If you'd like some support and encouragement with your soul recovery, book a coaching session with me. When you are ready for change, it's amazing what can be done in just a few sessions with some support. There's never any long-term commitment. This is your personal journey, and I'm just here to be a guide and assist you in connecting with your fullest and happiest self. Go to the website, recoveryoursoul.net, and there you can find out more about me, book your coaching or spiritual counseling session, subscribe to receive our email updates, listen to some of my music. I have some originals and I've had various bands over the years. You can also read the blog that includes stories and insights from the Recover Your Soul community. I want to thank you for supporting the production of this podcast. Every single donation makes such a big difference. And you can donate on the homepage of the website. Also, by following, subscribing, reviewing this podcast on your favorite platform, you're helping to spread the Recover Your Soul message. I hope that you'll follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and even join the private Facebook group and become part of our transformation community. Share who you are. Share where you're from. Share your story. Let's all connect. Until next time, namaste. The Recover Your Soul podcast and its content is for educational purposes only and is not allied or representative of any organizations or religions. It's based on the opinions and experience of Reverend Rachel Harrison. Recover Your Soul claims no responsibility to any persons or entity for any liability, loss, damage, or cause alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of its use. Applications or interpretations of the information represented herein. Take what you need and leave the rest.